It's a special fantasy football preview edition of the Sick Podcast with Andy McNamara. We'll talk Browns, but we're going to get you ready for the fantasy football season right now. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to the Sick Podcast with Andy McNamara. The sickest Cleveland Browns podcast. Cut back by Chubb. He's to the 10. He's still running to the 5. He dips outside left. He's going in. Touchdown. What a run. Nick Chubb. It's going to be sick. Well, everybody, it's August. And August means fantasy football draft season. Now, you know, if you've watched me for years, follow me on Twitter at AndyMC81. Instagram at Andy MC Sports and all that. I advise wait as long as possible before doing your fantasy football. You have to avoid injuries preseason, see how everything shakes out depth chart wise, etc. But August is fantasy football draft month. Fantasy football is here. The NFL, the preseason's kicking, and we're going. So I'm bringing in my guy, and we got a lot to talk to about with, with him, Bob Lung. He is the founder organizer of the fantasy. Football Expo in beautiful Canton, Ohio. Let's bring Bob in now. And also of the fantasy football consistency guy that he's been doing for years and years. So I thought, who better to have on to get fantasy football ready? Bob, how are you? Doing great, man. Like you said, it's we're a couple of days away from August. The Expo, the, this is, I mean, this is Hall of Fame week for me. Um, as you yeah. guys, as you know, Andy, I've been driving uh, in Chinese for the last 34 years. We'll be driving to Marcus Ware. I actually pick him up on Tuesday this week. Oh. And so it's going to be a, a long week with him. I know Des Bryant's coming in to come to the induction. And oh, by the way, he's going to come in the next weekend for the Expo. So That's it's awesome. going to be a wild two weeks. Uh, can't wait. Looking forward to it. And all jacked up, all ready to go. Let's go. And yeah, I, look, I, I was at the Expo last year. It is, I can attest, it is phenomenal. We're going to dive into that a little bit later on because people, I'm sure you've heard of it. If you haven't, you got to get there into Canton. But Bob, let's let's look at this fantasy football draft season, and it's a different one because for the first time in what seems like forever, a running back is not the consensus first overall pick. There is a real question. Is it Justin Jefferson? We're hearing Jamar Chase. You sprinkle in those high running backs, Christian McCaffrey. If you're drafting today, let's make it, a, you know, let's make it a PPR. Let's make it 12-team PPR. You're drafting today. Who's your number one pick? It's Jamar Chase. Um, and, and for the good reason last year in the games he played, remember he missed five games due to injury. The other 12 games, he was perfectly consistent 12 for 12. And all of those games mean he scored at least 11 points or more. Of course, if he would have stayed healthy, he might've been right up there with Jefferson with the top points for the year. Jefferson only 76% consistent, including the two and a half point clunker. In championship week of 17, which cost me at least two titles. Oh. Um, so, yeah, I I just – he didn't reward me. I can't reward him. So, I'm going to take Jamar Chase, man. Does that – and when we say injuries, it's not something catastrophic like we've seen with CMC or, or Saquon yeah. Barkley. Does that injury uh, – as you mentioned, missed five games last year with Joe Burrow having an injury cap. Does that give you any pause on Jamar Chase? I mean, injuries are injuries, right? All of them can happen to anybody any day. You have to assume that at their young age, you know, now if he was 28, 29, I'd be more concerned, but he's still a young pup. Uh, he should be out there. Yeah, the calf concerns a little bit, but look, it's preseason. Joe will take his time. He'll be ready. He's a gamer. He's going to be out there every week unless his leg gets sawed off. So, uh, yeah, it, I'm not worried at all, with, and that team is just going to put up a lot of points. 
They are, and they have other weapons. T. Higgins is somebody, and we've seen, that's always the, the big counter when it comes to Jamar Chase. What about T. Higgins? What about Tyler Boyd? We've seen Jamar Chase be able to produce. We've seen that there's enough ball to go around. But for me, I was torn. I'm going to go with Justin Jefferson, Bob. And, and the okay. reason being, um, we know the numbers. Now, I know it's tough to repeat. I think the last guy who actually repeated at the highest level at wide receiver was, I think it was Antonio Brown, like yeah. 2016 mm-hmm. or something. So yeah. it's tough to do. But uh, when you look at it, Adam Thielen, out of the picture. So now you have where it's just Jefferson. And I feel he's going to get Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers type volume where it's like, everybody knows it's going to Justin Jefferson, but too bad. He's going to get it anyway. So <laughs> I, I think it's a nice problem to have, right? Jefferson or, or Chase. Yeah. I was going to say, I, you know, if, if somebody held a gun in my head and said, you got to take Jefferson, I'd be like, all right, fine. All right. Know, guess I'll it's not, I'm not going to lose any sleep picking him. Right. Um, but I'm just leaning Chase this year for that reason. Right. So what about the running backs? We're so accustomed. And I feel, I still feel weird not saying running back. It, it's always right. been running back. It's always running back and you, and, and you go from there. But the question marks are so big. And we have, some people have short memories. Christian McCaffrey, we know when that guy's on the field, there's no ramp up. He's a go. He's a star as soon as he touches the field. But there's been a lot of time where he hasn't been on the field. Now, last year, like Saquon Barkley, that remedied itself. And, and injuries do happen, but when we have those type of injuries that these guys have suffered, um, it makes me a little nervous. Where are you putting your number two spot? Is it a running back? Is it a wide receiver? Like where where does running back your first running back come in? I mean, right now I only have in my rankings three running backs. I think in the top twelve, and it's uh, McCaffrey, um, Eckler. I can't remember. I, I want to say it's, it's probably Barkley, but then there was the whole holdout. But now that he's mm-hmm. back, they're probably the only three. And I could even go as far as saying that I might even pass on Barkley in the first round. Wow. Now, what about Nick Chubb? What about our guy, Nick Chubb? I know more passing with Deshaun. That part doesn't have me as concerned. What has me a little bit more concerned, and we know Nick Chubb, heck of a talent. He's going to get his, that offensive line of the Browns is tremendous. However, it is going to be different because he's starting at a shotgun. And as we know, if you know if you're uh, under center, the running back gets that momentum shift. If it's PPR, he's going to get the touches, could get some catches. Um, I just shy away maybe from making Nick Chubb my top running back choice. Although, again, certainly if I'm given that problem to have, I'm not going to be too upset about it based on the overall committee uh, look around the NFL at that position. Yeah, I mean, right now – where Chubb is going, which is either late second, early third, um, sometimes mid third, I'm perfectly fine with him as my number one when he is in the third round. Because now I've loaded up. Let's say I now have a Jamar Chase or Justin Jefferson. I've added a, uh, let's say, a Debo Samuel or somebody like that as my second receiver. Now Chubb is a third round guy. I'm perfectly fine with that. When you realize that last year you had to take Chubb in round one, to even get him on your team, yeah. so that so I feel like he's a great value there. They're talking about having more him having him more involved in the passing game, which is great um, because that's not what you got in the past with Kareem Hunt around. Jerome Ford will still will take some, but not a ton in my mind. So I, I if I could get Chubb in round three as my number one RB, having two stud wide receivers, I'm perfectly fine with that. In conversation with Bob Long, founder and organizer of the Fantasy Football Expo. Uh, we'll get more to that in a little bit. Uh, Cooper Cup. This is somebody who 
boy, Bob, we know uh, mm-hmm. he, he can he can absolutely be a rocket. He can be a producer. But that word injury comes up again. He missed time last year. When he's on, he's great. But we also have to remember Matthew Stafford, another year older. This isn't the Rams Super Bowl team. They're in kind of that. I'm getting those old kind of uh, eight, nine Jeff Fisher Rams, you know, those little, those around 500. Um, Cooper Cup, if we're looking, is going around fifth overall, uh, uh, third wide receiver. I don't know if I want the problem to be to have Cooper Cup. You know, I, I like I, I don't really want him if, if I'm sitting there fifth overall. I don't really want him on the board because I, I don't know if I want him. Yeah, as much as I love Cooper Cup too, I'm really concerned about the offense. The fact that it's really just him on that team. Mm-hmm. I mean, their number two is Van Jefferson, which is ugh, okay. Um, you know, certainly he'll get peppered with targets. But then again, you know, just like last year, he's another year older. Yep. Is he yep. is he going to struggle? Is the offense going to struggle? How's the running game? The, the you know the offensive line, like you said, it's just not the same team. If I'm at five and I've got a choice between him and Kelsey, I'm taking Kelsey every day of the week. So well, no. yeah, I mean, Cup's in a spot, and I've drafted number four and number six. I haven't been at five yet in drafts, but I've done four and six, and usually it's either Kelsey. Or at six, if cup if uh, cups there, I'm actually taking AJ Brown instead. I feel like mm. I can get a lot more points, a lot more production, um, a lot more. I mean, the consistency will be there with Cup. I just don't know if you're going to get those 20, 30 point games you got a couple years ago in his in his peak. And it, I think it's a great point, Bob, because it's not to say Cup isn't going to have a good year, but it's not that first round value where mm-hmm. we might be able to swing back and get maybe an Amari Cooper value in the right. second round where you might get similar fantasy production this season. Now you mentioned Travis Kelsey, um, that tight end group, as we know, is <laughs> it, like it really about, if you're not taking Travis Kelsey, you're probably going waiver wire fodder for most of the year. You're chasing your tail for the most part. Kittle's injured all the time. I like Hawkinson in Minnesota, but really I believe it was something like from tight end four to 13 last year, there was like, 11 point fantasy point different like you it gets ugly real quick it does um so i'm i'll share the my secret this year is um and his name is dallas goddard um last year when he through week 12 he was 83 percent consistent only kelsey beat that he was on his way to a very good year would have beaten hawkinson and kittle and all those guys but that injury came into play and you know he went down um, he's back. He certainly has that camaraderie with Jalen Hurts. Uh, A.J. Brown is still the man. Devonta Smith is still there. But those two guys spreading that defense thin out there lets, puts Goddard just basically wide open underneath all the time. And he was a great, just a great selection uh, for Hurts out of the, you know, when, he, when he's, you know, instead of running, he can look at Goddard first before he takes off. And when Goddard was out there, he was putting up some giant numbers. You can get him around six, which is perfect. You can load up on yep. those running backs, wide receivers, and you're going to get – you're not going to get Kelsey production because nobody does. Nobody. But if you are going to take a chance with a tight end before you go two rounds, ten and, and over, uh, take him. And then usually what I do is my backup, if I've got a deep enough bench, is I'm grabbing Tyler Higby, who was hmm. Matthew Stafford's favorite target for the first five weeks – until Stafford got hurt. And yeah. so those two guys, I think can, they won't pull, 
it won't pull Kelsey numbers together, but at least will not have you, you know, cursing the tight end name on a weekly basis like most people will be doing if you don't get Kelsey or one of those guys. Well, that's it. And I see Mark Andrews being taken second overall. Typically that whole Baltimore situation, Bob, I want to stay clear of. Um, We know being Browns fans, uh, Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Guy gets sad and his daddy gets a quick on the editing machine for videos. If -hmm. his guy doesn't get the ball too quick, you got Lamar Jackson coming in who I'm not a believer in the passer of the football, Mark Andrews, roller coaster, even in his best years, as far as he'll put up big numbers, but he could go dry. Um, Again, that's a problem where I would much rather go with TJ Hawkinson, Mm -hmm. uh, Dallas Goddard, like you said, and another guy who just based on the fact that there is nothing at wide receiver and your only (laughs) other option on offense is really Saquon Barkley. How about a little Darren Waller for a bounce back? Yeah, no, that's uh, that was my other one. I said if I was thinking that if we can, if you want to go and take a chance on somebody before the round 10 level, yeah, Waller is definitely somebody who. Again, if he stays healthy, he certainly has his risk issues. Sure. But if he can stay on the field and, and be productive, I think Danny Dimes will be dropping a lot of them to him. He's being taken just behind Kyle Pitts, sixth tight end, 69th overall. Um, I love the I, I I still love the idea of Kyle Pitts, Bob. Kind of like I love the idea of Santa Claus and the Tooth Fairy. You know, I love the idea mm-hmm. of I love the I love the feeling you get inside when you think of Kyle Pitts. But man, that whole situation in Atlanta where it's like they're going to be positionless. It's going to be a weird college medley. You have Desmond Ritter. Like it's, it, I don't know. It's a yeah. bit much. No, that's fine. I'll let somebody else draft Kyle. Yeah. It's, it's like they're, they're sprinkling the fairy dust on. I don't know. I don't know what's going to come out of it. Maybe, maybe it's a new age. I, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, that's, <laughs> that's interesting. Um, I try to always take, and like you said, it depends on the bench depth, a backup quarterback and a backup tight end at some point, mm-hmm. just so that I have myself covered to a degree during bye weeks. Right. Um, David and Joku, depending where you go in this, in, in the tight end side, uh, could really fall into that situation with Deshaun Watson and the Browns, uh, made a great, you know, training camp, whatever, but you, it, it always looks great. Always makes great catches. It's those concentration drops. He's still young though, Bob. He's like 26, something to prove in a pass heavy offense with still a lot of mouths to feed. Where are you putting David and Joku? I mean, he's, he's in that round eight to 10. Again, I'd be I'd feel much better if he was my backup. Yeah, maybe or you know my flex if if I need him. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if I can rely on him. Just because his, you know last year was eleventh in total points. Okay, so that's that's a it's a tight end one. And his consistency was fifty seven percent, which sounds terrible, and it is. Mm-hmm. But that's seventh overall in tight ends. That's how bad it is. So yeah. that's the thing. It's like you're saying. Yeah. Do you want to you know? And you can get. You know, Pat Fryermuth was 56%. Tyler Higby was 53%. So is it worth drafting Njoku in round eight when you can get Higby in round 12? Uh, no. You know, I, I just, I hope he does well for uh, us Browns fans. I want yeah. him to score a lot, but I just don't think I can put him on my fantasy team because I just, I can't. Uh, yeah, I, I, as the starter, I'm with you. It's a consistency issue. It's up and down yeah. all the right. time. Um, quarterback. Quarterback. Okay, is it as simple to say it's it's uh, Patrick Mahomes? Obviously, first one off the board. Is that easy enough? I mean, I think you could argue Hurts, Allen, Mahomes, maybe Burrow with the injury now is probably to take him out of the equation. Mm-hmm. Um, but those are those are the top three. The problem is now 
at least in most leagues I've been doing all summer. And I would be interested to see if it falls that same way in the local leagues. But you've got to draft those three guys in round two or three. You don't get it. Yeah. Now, yeah. that's not normal. You know, it always used to be you could wait to round five before the first quarterback would fall, maybe round four. But but when you look at those three guys that were 80% consistent or higher, you almost have to take one of them if that's what you want to do. I mean, yeah. again, you have to then rearrange your your thought process of who you're going to have now as your maybe your second running back or your second wide receiver. Mm-hmm. You might get you might not be able to get instead of having a, a Debo Samuel or a um, or a Jalen Waddle or Devonta Smith, you're getting Amari Cooper or you're getting Keenan Allen, which is okay, mm-hmm. but is it is it good enough? Yeah, and, and then we really have to start balancing out from those top guys. Where's the drop-off and can you live with the Mm drop-off in comparison to what you could get? And that's really after that, um, as we said, Mahomes, Allen, Hurts, duh. Uh, Then Joe Burrow with the calf. If he comes back, he he was out missed time last year with the appendectomy. They started 0-2. He was still a stud. Um, But when we look at a little bit more of the mobile guys, perhaps, um, I think, I don't know about you, Bob, but Justin Fields being ahead of Justin Herbert and several other guys as number six, I, I think Justin Fields, I, I, I like the idea of him again, but that seems a bit rich. That's, no, let that's let the guy who drafted Kyle Pitts draft Justin Fields. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pair him up. Yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll have, have the toilet bowl. You'll, you'll have the you'll, you'll have the the trophy smack toilet bowl well, yeah. trophy right from there. Um, what about Justin Herbert? Got the big money. I've always considered him kind of a a uh, Josh Allen like big body, big arm can move. Um, and this is a year where, you know, he's got the money and that whole team and head coach really has to prove itself to not get blown up. Uh, Justin Herbert wouldn't be a bad, you know, consolation prize if some sucker takes Justin Fields and you're taking Justin Herbert 42nd overall. Yeah. And I'll do that every day of the week. In fact, Dallas Goddard and Justin, Justin Herbert's my Dallas Goddard of my quarterbacks uh, round five or six perfect spot. You've gotten your three top receivers your two top running backs um, or maybe one running back, depending on how you max, mix it up. But Justin Herbert there is a perfect combination. Everybody has to remember he was hurt the ent- almost the entire season last year. And when he was even with even with playing hurt, he was missing his number one wide receiver and his number two wide receiver, sometimes both for three or four games. It, it, it just never came into fruition. Two years ago, when everything was clicking, he was third in total points and third in consistency. That's the Justin Herbert I think we're drafting this year. Yeah. And with Kellen Moore there as his coach OC, I think that team, and they're going to throw the ball deeper. I mean, I think the Mike Williams is going to benefit finally from hmm. the right offensive coordinator to get the ball to him. Um, you know, Keenan Allen will get his six catches for 60 yards, and that's fine. Again, is your wide receiver three? I'm all, I'm all about it. Uh, but I think Mike Williams, this is the year he – he has those bigger games, you know, five catches, 100 yards, maybe a touch, big touchdown. Um, you're going to see more of that from him this year than I think, uh, because I think that team is transitioned. And his Quentin Johnson kid could be a big help probably in the second half of the season as well. I love Justin Herbert this year. Uh, I have him on a lot of teams. Uh, yeah, I, I want shares of him. I want nothing to do with Tua. That, no. I hope for his life. His yes. life. Right. Good Lord. He's, he's yeah. okay. But fans, come on. You can't rely on him. That downgrades a lot of the Dolphins. 
What about Aaron Rodgers? And I'm just loving, I'm loving the the potential value in getting a Garrett Wilson in the second round and swinging back to pair him with Aaron Rodgers as the 12th QB off the board. Like, if, if I'm going to wait on quarterback and let all those other guys go ahead, Wilson, we know Rodgers likes to find his guy. And, and you know, Wilson could be that guy. That, that could be a little mm. tasty value pairing. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's a great call. Uh, it, it, Aaron Rodgers is my backup. Again, like, and then if he starts clicking, that could be the nice, okay, I trade him off to somebody who maybe doesn't start off well with their quarterback and get something else. But I think he, he has something to prove. He wants to go out there, you know, to show people, you know, it wasn't Devontae Adams. It wasn't this, wasn't that, you know, now of course he's kind of arguing with Sean Payton about how bad Nathaniel Hockett was as a head coach, which he sucked, but he's a great offense quarter and he works yeah. well with Aaron Rodgers. Who cares? Yeah. That was <laughs> um, so ridiculous. Oh. But I, I think he's a great value. And a lot of people are just, kind of giving up on him like oh well he's done well i don't think aaron you don't want to count you don't want to count out aaron Rodgers. he's like tom brady you don't when he when you think he's done that's when he's going to have another banner year yeah uh he's got a good offense around a good team good defense you know i don't know if he's going to be putting up you know three four touchdowns a game uh because that defense keeps him in games you know but they're going to be playing buffalo they're going to be playing miami mm-hmm. there's going to be some shootouts so i i, I like aaron Rodgers there you know, Garrett Wilson, I think Garrett Wilson is a little high um, value-wise, but I, he's got the talent. But don't yeah. forget about that Alan Lazard is there who played with Rodgers wow. in Green Bay. Could be a nice value, like as your wide receiver four or five. Right. That, that gives me, that's the only pause with that. I'm like, ooh, are they making, you know, is he going to go to his old guy all the time? We'll have to see. Two more for you, Bob, then we'll get to the Fantasy Football Expo talks. I'm so pumped to hear more about that as our audience is as well. Uh, Deshaun Watson of the Browns. Now we said earlier in this off season, he was down. Pro- he's right now going ninth as the ninth QB off earlier in the off season. I saw him as low as like 14 or 12. So he's inching up. We know it's all about potential with him. We hope we see, we, we think, um, where are you with that Deshaun Watson? Cause for, I'll tell you where I am. I would love sort of the same scenario you painted for Aaron Rodgers. I'd love to get, let's say for fun, Justin Herbert, and swing back a few rounds later if all my spots are filled that I like and get Deshaun Watson. And if he popped, man, then then we're we're laughing. Where are you at with Deshaun Watson? Um, I probably won't put him on any of my fantasy teams because, one, I usually don't draft Browns unless I really can't live without them because I, I always tell people I don't want two bad things to happen at the same time. <laughs> yes. Yes. So if Deshaun Watson isn't on oh. my team, but he's kicking ass for the Browns, then I'm ecstatic. Yeah. I don't care that he's not on my fantasy team. My yeah. Browns are winning, all right? Our yeah. Browns are winning. That's, that's all, it. That's all that's we it. care about. Yeah. You know, I always tell people, if I had to choose between winning fantasy championships and Browns winning the Super Bowl, it's a Super Bowl every day of the week. It's Amen. not even a question. Yeah. Um, but, but... <laughs> The first time I put him on one of my teams and then he stinks and my, then my fantasy team stinks and then I'm sad for two reasons. Yeah. So I'll, I'll stay away from him. Hope he does great. Um, you know, I don't know how much they'll let him play in preseason, full game speed, but it wouldn't mm-hmm. hurt um, to get him out there at least, you know, to kind of loosen up in, in yeah. game situations. But it's still preseason. So, like, I, don't, I know we won't see it. They, they won't sniff the field at the Hall of Fame game this no. week. Um but, you know, maybe week two against Washington. Maybe we'll see him for a quarter. I heard week two and four, he'll get some time. 
Yeah, so um, I want him to do well as a Browns fan. Is he going to be on my fantasy teams? I doubt it. Probably not. Uh, and last one for you. Um, sleeper. We all need the sleepers this time of year. I'll tell you mine after, but who, I don't care what the position is, what the, what the spot, you've given kind of a couple at the different position groups. Was there someone you're like, all right, I, I, I'm coming out of this draft and I'm getting player X no matter what. He's my, you know, my, uh, the, the draft day movie. No, Vontae Mack, no matter what on the paper. He's that guy for you. Whew. Um, there's a few, but I think the one that seems to be on my team the most so far through my drafts this summer is Alexander Madison. Um, just because of where he's going, it's not, you know, and so he's in my consistent undervalued players in the consistency guide in the running back position. And, and what I have in the right of is that in the past two to three years, when he's been the backup to Dalvin Cook, when he's played and given at least 13 plus carries in a game, he averaged 22.3 fantasy points per game and was 100% consistent. So basically, when given the full ability to be the man, he was the man. With that team around him, Jefferson, Kirk Cousins, you know, that, that offense, there's nobody else to take the ball away from him. He's going to, you know, be a three-down back pretty much. I really like him, and I'm getting him. Again, usually these are drafts when I'm going three straight receivers um, and rounds five and six. Four or five, or five, or yeah, four or five, or five and six. There's Alexander Madison there. Aaron Jones is there. Um, those are two guys that I've been drafting. And, you know, so the one draft I started out, I think I went AJ Brown, Debo Samuel, Calvin Ridley, Aaron Jones, Alexander Madison. My first five fits. I'm um, with that all day long. Not bad. I, I, well, and that was a 14 team league. Really? Yeah. I yeah. think you're winning that I was league. Six, seven. I was right in the middle. And it just kind of fell in line. And I was like, that's the team I like. So. That's that's pretty sweet. And if you look at it right now, he's Alexander Madison is going after Dalvin Cook, who doesn't right. even have a team. Miles Sanders in Carolina. Mm-hmm. I'm not believing him. J.K. Dobbins in Baltimore. Got, people look at the yards per carry. He's missed more games than he's played in the league. That's fine. He can't stay on. And your best the running JK. back is still Lamar Jackson. Yeah, right. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you totally on the bat. My guy is Elijah Moore. Of the mm. Browns, and I'm with you. Yeah. I try, I try for the same thing, but I'm like Bob. The more I look, he's they're being using him out of the backfield. They're using him on sweeps, on end arounds, on toss outs, deep inside. I'm thinking if Amari Cooper misses any time, or even if Amari Cooper is there, maybe he right. usurps a Donovan Peoples Jones. Cedric Tillman has to be worked in. Elijah Moore in PPR specifically, I would love to have as a flex option with the opportunity to move up if the chances. But if I can get Elijah Moore later on. And have him sitting there and just kind of wait and see how it plays out. I just feel there's so much potential with that guy. Totally agree. Like you said, if he can be the Browns' Debo Samuel, that's yep. going to be perfect. Yep, absolutely. Okay, Bob, it's time, man. Tell us about the Fantasy Football Expo. Give us the dates first, yep. and then man, this thing's even more jacked up than last year. And last year was amazing. So, uh, actually, two weeks from this weekend. So, August 11th through the 13th. And um, if you want to come for the whole weekend, so it starts Friday night. We got a party Friday night, Centennial Plaza, downtown Canton. Uh, Saturdays, we got drafts going on all day between the Hall of Fame. Uh, we got drafts going on at the Brew Kettle uh, for draftnightout.com if you want to sign up for that. Sa- uh, Saturday from 5 to 7, flag football tournament. Get your team put together. We're uh, playing inside the 100,000 square foot 
Superdome, I call it, behind the uh, Hall of Fame Stadium. Uh, it's going to yep. be a blast. 16 teams. We still need about four, three to four more, I think. Uh, then Saturday Night Party, the end zone of the Tom Benson Stadium. Sunday all day is the big day, the Expo Day. So if you don't make it for anything else, let's say you live local Cleveland, you're just into fantasy football, you don't want to do the rest of stuff, that's fine. All <laughs> cool. Come for Sunday. Sunday, August 13th. 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the Dome. It's called the Center for Performance, if you're looking for the address. Uh, but we call it the Dome behind uh, Hall of Fame Stadium. And we will be doing, um, there's 50 trade show booths. We will have four panel discussions going on at the same time all day long with the biggest, brightest, smartest minds in the country for fantasy football. ESPN, CBS Sports, uh, uh, Yahoo Fantasy, Andy Barron's. Uh, you know, Bob, Bob Harris from Football Diehards, Howard Bender. I mean, anybody, if you listen to Fantasy Sports Radio on SiriusXM, all of those folks will make it. Yeah. Next, SiriusXM is broadcasting live Saturday and Sunday from the Expo. They're going to be doing the King's Classic all day Saturday, Sunday all day from the lobby of the Expo uh, in the Dome. Uh, it, Des Bryant's going to be there. He'll be on stage at noon to promote his brand new game called High Point, which is a fantasy football NFT thing. So come and hang with us. Uh, the thing, if you want to just come at the door on Sunday, it's only $20 to get in. Uh, you can buy T-shirts, you can get swag bags, you can get all kinds of great stuff. So many things to do, so much knowledge to gain. Um, if you've been struggling to in your fantasy football leagues, get to this thing, get this knowledge, and I guarantee you're going to kick some butt this year in your fantasy leagues. And even if you do kick, but even if you're a champ, there's always room to get better, Bob. That's right, yeah. Win in more leagues. Right? Every year is different. Absolutely. Okay, we got that. And, of course, your consistency guide, which is available right now. Right. Oh, so for the tickets for the Expo. So thefantasyfootballexpo.com. Uh, so go there and grab them uh, sooner the later, sooner the better. Uh, and then, yeah, for the consistency guide, just go to amazon.com, type in fantasy football consistency. It will be the first one, the 2023 edition. If you're Amazon Prime member, you'll get it in two days. So you'll be all ready for your drafts, if not next weekend couple weeks from now, um, it'll be great. And then join the uh, Big Guy Fantasy Sports website for the VIP service all, all uh, fall long. Uh, get all the tools that help you week to week with your uh, players so you can find out who's consistent and who's helping you win. And, of course, get the tickets, get all the info for the Fantasy Football Expo at thefantasyfootballexpo.com. Bob, right. a pleasure. Thank you for the Thank insight, you, the conversation, and good luck at the Expo, man. going to be a ton of fun. Thanks so much. Always a pleasure to be on there and always good to see you, Andy. Thanks again. All right, brother. There we go. There he is, Bob Lung. Okay, folks. Hey, you want to win with one of these rings? Look at these. Look at some of these guys. That's from our guys at Trophy Smack. You got that, my championship rings there. I got the two bad boys up there. It's time. It's fantasy football time. You got fantasy football questions? Hit me up on social media. Hashtag Ask Andy is back, baby. Hashtag Ask Andy. Questions below. Do it. Subscribe. Share the links. Click the notification and the subscription on this show and on social media. Hashtag AskAndy on Twitter, at AndyMC81. Instagram, at AndyMCSports. TikTok as well. Let's go. Fantasy football, Browns football. It's all back. Thanks to Bob Lung and all the guys behind the scenes. I'm Andy McNamara, and you've been listening to The Sick Podcast with Andy McNamara. Go Browns! And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow The Sick Podcast with Andy McNamara on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. 
Google Play and Apple Podcasts.